This is First Date Stories, the podcast, the show where women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond talk all about the first dates they've been on. From the wildly successful to the completely disastrous and everything in between. Here's your host, Jody Klein, founder of FirstDateStories.com. Hi, everyone. In this episode, I welcome Cheryl back to the podcast. She joined me in an earlier episode, the one titled Cheryl Meets Joe. It's a story about how she went on a first date with a man she met at a speed dating event, even though she didn't take part in the speed dating. It's worth listening to. If you haven't heard this episode yet, you can find it at firstdatestories.com, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. In this episode, Cheryl has returned to tell us about how she met Ray and the first date that followed. In this high-tech era, with social media, online dating, and dating apps, this story reminds us that people still can meet the old-fashioned way, in person, at a bar. And now, here's Cheryl's first date story. Cheryl, welcome back to the podcast. Thrilled to have you with us again to tell us another first date story. Hey, I'm glad to be back. Thank you for having me again, and I'm looking forward to telling you about this one. But before we get into that story, please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself again for the listeners who have not yet heard your first date story with Joe. I'm a woman in my 60s. I'm in media, so this is kind of fun being involved in podcasts. Uh, and uh, I just, you know, have a, a story I want to tell you about dating in my 50s. Who is this story about? This is about Ray, and this started as a group of friends are out for a big birthday, and we go to a restaurant, there's probably eight of us gals, and I walk over to the band guy, <laughs> just gotten set up to find out what kind of music he plays. And so then, of course, we're all dancing and drinking and having a good time, and at the break, he came over and said he liked my smile. And then I turned into a teenager. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, he's so cute. Um, so anyway, uh, the end of the evening, he asked for my phone number. And so the group, they're all staying at my house and we go back to my house. And I remember thinking before going to bed that night, I thought, gosh, I really hope that he calls. Because it was just, I hadn't really had a chance to talk to him at all and just thought there was something about him. Of course, he had a baby face, and I also was really hoping he wasn't in his 20s. <laughs> so. so did you walk up to him randomly or and ask that question? Was it just you wanted to ask any guy in the band, or was there no. something about him? You saw him, and it was a way to start a conversation with him. Well, initially, I really was just curious of what kind of music that the band was going to play, because he was there setting up. So I didn't even think about, ooh, this guy's cute until... I think probably till he came up and talked to me at the break because I, I just thought, oh, well, I just want to know what kind of music you're playing. So anyway, then, of course, you know, later on, I'm thinking, oh, he is pretty cute. And let's dance around and be silly in front of the band. And, of course, you have eight girls dancing. And so go home. And the next morning I wake up and on the phone, there's a call from this area code that is not in my general neighborhood. And I thought, I wonder if this is him. There's no message, though. So now we all go wine tasting with the girlfriend for her, you know, big birthday. Come back home. 
And I thought, I'm just going to call this phone number and find out if it's this guy. And so I did. Wow. You (laughs) are a gutsy woman. Bravo. I was like, what do you have to lose? So I just called and I said, oh, hi. Um, There's a phone call that came in at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm just wondering, is this you from last night? Was it a drunk dial or (laughs) whatever? And he said something about not knowing where to go have breakfast. And so, you know, we wondered, and I said, yeah, right, okay, that's that's a cute pickup line. So then he wanted to know if I had plans, and I had all the friends over. So then we decided we would go out on Sunday. And because he plays music, he's a keyboard player, and he plays music and is out all the time, I thought, well, you know, we could go to a restaurant if, you know, to kind of have our date. And I have kind of a funky little keyboard in my house. So I said, why don't you come over? I'll make dinner and we'll set up the keyboard in my family room kitchen area. You play music for me and I'll make you chicken fettuccine. Really? (laughs) Your first date? You made this guy dinner. Dinner. (laughs) Yes, I (laughs) So I have to ask you then, what about him indicated to you that you would be safe, that he was a guy who you could invite over to your home for I know. a first date. I guess that is kind of weird, huh? I don't know. There was just something that was just really, I, I think, soulful. When you watch somebody play music, there is something to that that I just got sort of a sense of. I mean, even talking to him on the phone, we didn't talk that much. But the fact that that wasn't his initial suggestion that we would go to a restaurant and it was my suggestion to have him come to my house and play music for me. And it was a great day. He played beautiful music. I made chicken fettuccine. And uh, then we had dinner. And then after dinner, we made out for a while. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, all right, listeners, he said, can I take your pants off? And I said, no. And he goes, okay. He goes, can we go out on Wednesday? And I said, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. And, in, and believe me, in this in this world of, you know, online dating and apps and everything, it's kind of fun to meet someone organically, old school, in a bar. <laughs> in a bar. And, in, and invite him over and have a lovely dinner. Right. And, and we did. And uh, we've been together for over 10 years now. Congratulations. You took a big, big leap of faith there. And you took a big risk. Yeah, it was okay. I felt like it would be okay. So, again, because it wasn't his suggestion, it was mine. And it all worked out. So for our listeners, what do you have to say to them as far as taking this sort of step, making this sort of move in this era of apps and online dating? Yeah, I think in this case, you know, two things. The old picking somebody up in a bar, we actually picked each other up, is not not a terrible thing. It doesn't mean that it ends up being one-night stands or any of those kinds of things, that sometimes that connotation will come with a bar sort of scenario. Um, and I think also being open to just, I mean, I called the phone number. I mean, again, if the guy could have said, I was drunk and sorry, and that would have been the end of that. But it's like, why not? Why wait around for someone to go call you back and go, I hope he calls back and then wait for however many days or whatever. 
And I think he just was kind of embarrassed and laughed about the fact that he had called at two in the morning for some silly, you know, excuse, which obviously wasn't really the deal. So it's like, you know, sometimes just stepping out, being a little brave and realizing that there doesn't have to be the terrible consequences of what if this doesn't work or what if, you know, it doesn't turn out the way I want it to be. Yeah, it's just a slice of life, you know, so... You hit redial, and you met your husband. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I did. And we have a great relationship. Great love story. Yes. Touches yes, yes, my yes. heart, and I'm sure it touches the hearts of listeners as well. Yes. Thanks for coming back. Another Absolutely. tremendous story to share with us. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. What's your take on this first date story? Do you have thoughts about it? Maybe you had a flashback to a date you went on once. We want to hear from you. Please go to firstdatestories forward slash podcast to post your comments, connect with other women, and listen to more episodes. While you're on the website, make sure to check out the articles about dating longer and later in life. If you have a memorable first date story that you want to share with other women, please go to firstdatestories.com forward slash share and tell us about it. We might invite you to be a guest on a future podcast episode or to publish a short story you've written about your date on our website. After all, that's what firstdatestories.com is all about, creating a place for women to share our stories and connect around our dating experiences. And now for the legalese. This podcast is for general information and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as professional advice for our listeners. We suggest that you always consult with your own personal coaches and advisors. First Date Stories does not recommend or endorse or object to the views or topics expressed on this podcast. Also, the names of the guests and the men who they've dated are often changed for privacy purposes. You can subscribe to this podcast at firstdatestories.com iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. First Date Stories, the podcast, is produced and edited by Kim Paletti and Lisa Gray of Soundline Productions and is brought to you by Espoir Ventures. Thanks for listening. And keep going on those first dates because beyond your next first date may be the long-term love you are seeking.